Yo, what's up, guys? My name is Ryan Rascali, and these are my co-hosts. Bernard Murray. And Yeezy11257. And this is another episode of NFL Outlook. Shall we just get right into it? Yep. Okay. My first guy, my first take is uh, Kevin King on the Packers might be the worst corner of all time. He's top three. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with you on that. Uh, how do you – I don't understand why you wouldn't be playing over the top when there's about eight seconds left on the clock. No, nah, you're just going to let Scotty Miller just go – just right past you, you know. Just, just go right past you, you know, just get burnt. Yeah, yeah he, he's going to go up there with Ladarius Gunther and the infinity of Packers DBs. That can't, they, those guys I mean, are, yeah. Yeah, I mean, going uh, aside from Kevin King and his terrible performance in the championship game, this was probably one of the worst officiated games I'd like to say in NFL history. Any any problems with that take? Mm. There's been some pretty bad ones, but yeah, this one was bad. I mean, they I get it. They had, you know, the Packers had the opportunity to score, but it was like throughout the game, they weren't calling, like, you know, penalty that should have been called. Um, not just for the Packers side, but also for the Bucks side. You know, like there was a delay of game that was obvious. There was a roughing the passer. There was, you know, there's just several holds on the Bucks that should have been called that were not called. And they, and the thing that pisses me off the most is they decided to call it when it was the most important. And Compared to what happened to Alan Lazard for those two times that Sean Murphy Bunting held him, you know, um, he's it's Johnson, right? The guy who got he got the D, uh, the PI, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Johnson, he flopped that. Like compared to what Alan Lazard had to go through, he flopped that so bad. It's it's just annoying that they called it right there and then, and then Brady gets carried to another Super Bowl. That's that's my thing. Here's my take on this. If you don't want to call it, don't call it throughout the game. If you want to let him play, let him play. That's all fine with me. But don't switch up in the clutch. Sure. Exactly. Technically, yeah, they made the correct call. That's holding or PS interference, whatever they called. But they didn't call it the first three quarters. So why would you call it in the most important play? That doesn't make sense. The rest were inconsistent. On that same play, I want to say Darius Smith, one of the Smith brothers were held by Tristan Worf. That went uncalled. Yeah, I I don't know. I think the Packers kind of got screwed. And that's very weird to say the Packers got screwed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the Packers, I mean, they had opportunities to score. You know, there's a couple of drops in the red zone from, like, Devontae Adams, which is really unheard of. And um, Aaron Rodgers should probably have ran that on the third down. I don't know if he would have gotten it, but he should have been – he, he would have gotten closer and probably made the decision easier to go for it for Matt LaFleur. But he decides to throw it. I don't understand the decision, but from Aaron Rodgers, but yeah, he was fine. I mean, either way, I saw another angle. Devontae Adams looked open from like Aaron Rodgers' side. It's fine. It is what it is. Why don't you go for that, dude? You have arguably the most talented quarterback of all time on your sideline, Matt Lafleur. Let them throw I mean, the football. I can. I just sort of understand the decision. He did have all three of his timeouts, and honestly how the game's been going and how the refs weren't calling any DPIs, he probably thought that he could probably get away, you know, with a little bit of, you know, push, pushing and shoving maybe. I mean, you know, they, they almost held him up. It wasn't for that, you know, terrible, not, not terrible, but with that, for that uh, DPI call. So, you know, his idea, his plan wasn't terrible. I mean, 
I don't know. I'm not giving the ball back to Tom Brady with two minutes left. Uh, you're not going to see the football, and they didn't see the, they get the football again. That's true. And I just want to talk on one more point. People are using this game to like slander Aaron Rodgers and boost up Tom Brady. Tom Brady played a bad football game. Simply yeah. played, he played a bad football. He threw three interceptions, and they should have had more. Two interceptions were absolute ducks. But I will give him credit. He won the game. And the old saying is, the victors uh, can re- write history. Or no, what's the saying? History is written by the victors. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't know. And people, yeah, it is what it is. Aaron Rodgers played a good football game. A great one. I mean, honestly, that interception came off a hold that should have been called. Honestly, I actually think Aaron Rodgers threw that ball to Alan Lazard because he wanted the refs to see the holding. But they didn't stay, they still didn't call it. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, his team wasn't doing him any favors. I mean, his running back fumbled the football the first play coming out of half. Aaron Jones, you can't be doing that, man. Giving running cover one with what eight seconds left in in the first. That should be that should be three deep zone, and you should just make force him to take a field goal. Have they never played Madden before? Just run prevent. What are we doing here? Exactly. Come on. Except user the right deep third. Yeah, don't 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 get beat <laughs> with a cover three beating. Uh, can we talk about how Aaron Rodgers said his future in Green Bay might also be uncertain? That's 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 another thing. That I mean, I I, f- I feel like it's just um you know a thing that's like in in the moment feeling because you know you just lost you know a championship game you're just you worked this whole season to you know get that first seed and you know. You just went out like that. Um, I feel like it was an in the moment thing. He could be on the move, but I don't. I don't necessarily see him going anywhere. He does still have three years left on his contract. So I think it's two. He. It's two. He's signed sorry. in twenty eighteen four year extension. Oh, so it is. Oh, so it is. He only has yeah. one. But I mean, he could. Well, also, the Packers did also just draft Jordan Love last draft, so. But to be fair, Jordan Love is a third string quarterback right now. I don't know if they're going to trade away their franchise's best quarterback. No offense, Brett Favre, for Jordan Love. Like, you're a third string quarterback. We see. But hypothetically, if he does get traded away, because what Packers want either cap space or they want picks or they want, uh, I mean, you know, maybe an actual receiver for once, where do you think Aaron Rodgers could go? The Colts probably, probably the best one to be honest. But I mean, what would you be willing to give up for Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he's like thirty-five going to thirty-six. Yeah, I mean, he probably thirty-seven. He's like got one year on his contract. This could be his last season. I wouldn't give up too too much, but wherever A Rod goes, they automatically become a Super Bowl contender, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Can we, we have to preface um pre preface this with. Odds are there's a 99% chance Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I bet he was just frustrated because this was his probably his best shot to going back to another Super Bowl, 13-3, the one seed. And they lost, so he was clearly frustrated, but I I think he's back in Green Bay next season. There's no way he's not. Okay, and then the uh, the other game we had was the Bills and the Chiefs. And I'm not going to say anything. I want to hear what everybody has to say. But all I'm going to say is I said last week that the Bills 
we're kind of overrated once you get past Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. And that's exactly what happened this game. Their run game, non-existent. Their defense, non-existent. Cole Beasley, John Brown, essentially, they were essentially ghosts. And you could say that, like, I think Cole Beasley was playing on, like, a torn fibula or something. A broken fibula, yeah. Yeah, but he still – he got 88 yards, seven catches. So it wasn't that existent. But once you got past the fact that Diggs was on their team, the Chief – I mean, the Bills looked like what they have for the past two years. A playoff team, but not a Super Bowl contender. I mean, yeah, you're right. The Bills, they need to make a couple of improvements on their roster. They – I think they're going to control their division for the foreseeable future unless the Dolphins get a quarterback. Tua is definitely not the answer. I know B-Money hates me for saying this, but I don't think Tua is the answer. He's going to be like an average quarterback, but he's not going to be legit. They're going to regret passing on Herbert for the foreseeable future. That guy looks like a stud. So, yeah, the Bills will be in the playoffs definitely next season and probably the season after that. But I don't know if they'll ever be a Super Bowl contender with the Chiefs in, in the AFC. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, put up uh 38 points. Patrick Mahomes had another incredible playoff game. Darrell Williams filling in the spot of Damian Williams and the injured uh Le'Veon Bell, to say the least. Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey both had field days, bro. Travis Kelsey nine catches. I mean, Travis Kelsey 13 catches, 118 yards, two touchdowns. Tyree Kill nine catches, 172 yards. They just torched the defense, and I think. Going into uh, next year, if the Bills want to be a Super Bowl contender, I think they have to step up their defense. I know they have Tredavious White. I know they have Poyer. I know they have Micah Hyde. But I think they need a better scheme because they were giving up underneath passes like there was no tomorrow. And with Tyree Kill, you just can't do that and let Tyree Kill get into open space. Yeah, uh, I have a take. I think Tyreek Hill is the best receiver in football right now. The way he makes defensive backs play him with his contested catch ability and his route running, he's the best receiver in football. He makes them play like 10 yards off, and he opens up everything for Travis Kelsey, for Mikko Hardman, for Sammy Watkins. For the run game, I think Tyreek Hill is easily the best wide receiver in football. Uh, be money. Would you like to put your input on that? I mean, I mean, after this game, I mean, it just shows like the Chiefs are they're 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 kind of unstoppable now. We could be seeing the Chiefs become the next Patriots in the coming years. I mean, they're just about to go back to back Super Bowl. And... That's cute, but did you forget the Colts exist in the AFC? Yeah, but where were they again? Oh yeah, I don't need to say much about that. Um. But, you know, he, I mean, yeah, you guys did beat them. But, you know, when it comes to playoff time, will you guys show up? Who knows? I mean, when it comes to playoffs, uh, I mean coach, our coach will not show up. I, I don't like to throw the D word around, but the Chiefs might be a dynasty if they win the Super Bowl. I mean, they were. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they just went back to back. I mean, if you go back to back, if people just say, like, you know, it's actually so hard to go back to back. Like it's unbelievably hard to go back to back Super Bowls. Um, you need you need that. That's called dynasty right there. If you can go back to back and win, you're a dynasty. Yeah, and they were a coin Honestly. toss away from a third. If they win that coin toss, I'm sorry, Mahomes is going down and scoring. They're going to three straight Super Bowls. 
That's insane. More like if D4 didn't go off sides. But yeah, either way. That's greatness. And they have – they could keep doing this, man, if they stay healthy. They have all their key pieces locked up for the next foreseeable fu- – for this foreseeable future. They have their draft picks. I mean, yeah, credit to the Chiefs. I mean, also, who in the AFC could stop them? I mean, the best bet this year was the Bills. I mean, maybe it might change next year, but who's going to stop them? You know, like, you the know, Dolphins. Brought this the Dolphins, go get Watson. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this up because this transitions into our next piece, the future of the AFC. So, you see, I, uh, going into the future, I think that the Patriots could be potentially a contender next year. Hear me out, right? I think they have the fourth most cap, right? They got Bill Belichick. Ideally, people are saying Tom Brady was a system, all that jazz. I think still, I think Bill Belichick's still one of the greatest coaches to ever exist. He's and I think he's still one of the coach. greatest coaches he's coaching right now. He, no, Bill Belichick is the greatest head coach of all time. Let's get that. Straight. I mean, you could say he is, but you, you, there's no, also, no, 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 you, you could also say he's not. You could say that Tom Brady's a system. You can say, how did he do with Cleveland? Yeah, but it's not like, it, okay, it's like, it's not like we're, we're not going to act like Brady just went to a better system, right? He had, he had better weapons in Tampa, you know, like, Yes, he has that's better what stuff. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The Patriots go into this offseason, all the cap. You get Bill Belichick, right? They trade for Stafford. They trade for Julio. Okay. Um, they get Stafford. They get Julio. They they get their half their defense. What opted out last year? They get half of them back coming into this season. I think they lost like what eight starters to opting out. You know, they got most of their starters. Ideally, you got to factor in maybe Devin McCourty retiring. Maybe. Uh, some of their players retiring, but J.C. Jackson, I think he, like, finished with the most picks. I forgot, but, like, nonetheless, like, eight picks, I think, in a season, that's pretty incredible. And I think the Patriots next year, with all the cap that they have, I think that they could come back and make a run for the Super Bowl. Here's an interesting tidbit I just read today or yesterday. Before Brady left, like, the day before, um, the Vikings offered the Patriots digs for a similar package for what they gave them up for the Bills. It was a first-round pick and some change, from what I remember. And Belichick said no. And when Brady heard wind of this, he's like, okay, I'm out. Because Brady said, if they give me weapons, they give me the right pieces, I'll stay. And Belichick was too stubborn. He let him walk. And the rest is history. Brady's in another Super Bowl. I mean, you know, like, can't really blame him. He doesn't probably want a 43-year-old quarterback. I mean, I'm not going to say, like, you know, he did go to the Super Bowl. He's, he's about to go to another Super Bowl. But, like, he's probably thinking for the future. And they do have six rings. And they, you know, have a very good, you know, established legacy. They might be thinking for the future. And, can't. I mean, he's probably, yeah, he's probably thinking for the future. And you can't really – I don't I – wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily blame Belichick for the decision. But – you can't do that. It's Tom. It's the GOAT. You sign him until as long as he wants to play, until the wheels fall off. You win six with him. Clearly, the formula works. You got to keep gunning with them. I, I would have resigned him. I would have done whatever it takes to resign Brady. Clearly, the alternative is not so good with Cam Newton. Cam Newton's probably going to walk. And yeah, if I'm Belichick, I'm giving Brady. I'm trying to get Brady back at all costs. If I have to go get Diggs, Julio, and Adam Thielen, I'm going to get that to keep Brady. Adam Thielen. He's on the block. 
No, I don't know. I was just a random wide receiver that popped in my head. You know, you know what I could see. Uh, I could see Matthew Stafford on the Patriots next to Julio Jones and Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. Third way popped off this year. Damian Bird popped off, and then who's the other one on the Patriots? Jacoby Myers. Yeah, Jacoby Myers. You know, I could see I could see Matt Stafford in a Niners uniform, and we can take that NFC West for the next ten years. I would love for that to happen. Give give up the number twelve overall pick for Matt Stafford. Okay, but with what – I mean, like, I know you're a defensive coordinator. Like, he he wasn't – I don't think – like Maybe I'll take – but I don't though. think Robert Sala was that good of a defensive coordinator. He, he, he's yeah, much, he had a great game plan, but he would never adjust. He's perfect for the Jets, though. They need a culture reset. He's great for the culture. Everyone's seen the Instagram videos of him hyping up the Niners and everyone. But, yeah, I don't blame the Jets. I'm happy with the two comp third picks. And D'Amico Ryan as their defensive coordinator. But, yeah. I mean, the thing is, I think the only reason he thrived with the Niners was because of the D-line that he had. Like, he had Bosa. He had DeForest Buckner, Eric Armstead, D. Ford. You know, coming into this year, he had uh, Javon Kinlaw. Kerry Hyder. Yeah, I mean, it was – and then – most of their defensive game plan was just sitting back in zone with Richard Sherman and, like, debatably the greatest linebacker – or, yeah, the greatest linebacker in today's football, Fred Warner. Not so, debatably, it's a fact. I mean, I, I don't think that it was – I don't think that he's that good of a coach. And uh, as much as I appreciate – or as much as I want to acknowledge the Jets next year, I still do not think they're going to have a winning season. And I don't think – or it depends. If your replacement can make adjustments like you said he can, then I think if you guys do get Stafford, you guys will control the West for at least next year. In the foreseeable future. I mean, Seahawks are going downhill. They still can't draft. They yes. re-signed their general manager, which re-signed is – their GM and their oh – wait, no, they fired their offensive coordinator, though. Yeah, they got, they're still looking for the new offensive coordinator. Hopefully – I'm praying they take Adam Gase. Please mm-hmm. – Sean Heimer or no, Pete Carroll, go get Adam Gase. I want to see that locker room, bro. Yeah, with Jamal, Jamal Adams and Adam Gase together. Wait, wait, wait! Did you say we're going downhill? Yeah, yeah exactly what he said. <laughs> what I said. <laughs> the Rams. Clearly... Yo, you funny. Hey, you funny. You funny. I. I, I... Hey, you funny. Really? You, funny. you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Russell Wilson's last eight games of the season. That's pretty that's funny. Ten interceptions in three games, losing to the Rams. Holy! Honest, uh, uh, big talk from a six and ten team. Get out of here. Also, oh, easy. How, how is Andrew Luck doing? You know your franchise. You placed your I first pick. First I, I, pick. Bro, I'm not. Damn. Sure. Yeah, you you guys, you messed up his career. Could could have been a top five quarterback of all time, but you guys decided to not give him anything other than T. Y. Hilton. Moving on, the Rams. That's tough. That's all that's just tough. That's all I'm gonna say. The Rams, there's obviously unrest between Goff and McVay. They're kind of stuck with him with that massive contract. He's like the third highest pick quarterback in the league. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. You, but you can't ignore Aaron Donald and Darius Williams. That's true. They have some young pieces. Aaron Donald's still Aaron Donald. But, man. And you have Jalen. But they do not have cap. Is it worth his like better retire? That O-line is going to be iffy without him. I think the Rams are going downhill as well. The Cardinals, on the other hand, are on an upswing. 
Kyler Murray's going to keep improving. They still have some problems in the roster they have to fix. I think they should fire, King, fire Kingsbury. He's not the best coach in the world. He I, would, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like fire him right away. I'd give him another year or two, like till Kyler Murray is done with his rookie contract, and then if he still isn't the answer, then I'd just say yeah, move off from him and get someone else. Because honestly, with the talent that they have and the skill sets, you know, with like Kyler Murray being able to run the ball, you could you could scheme up something really good. And you have DeAndre Hopkins, so there's stuff you can scheme up, and you could you could be a threat. Yeah, but going back to the Niners, if they get Stafford and they could sure up their own line, they're, I think they win the NFC West pretty easily next year. I mean, they have the weapon for Stafford. They have Ayuk, Debo, Kittle. They're gonna always going to have a run game with Shanahan. I don't care who the running back is. Their defense is still elite with Bosa coming back. They're going to improve. They're going to need some corners, though. And, yeah, I think they're easily the best team in the division next year if they get Matt Stafford. I think okay. I think if Patrick Stane falls to you, I think you guys take him. And uh, if not, I think you guys get up. Or you know what? I could see. I mean, like, like if you guys get Stafford, I could call you contenders. But I don't think you're going to control the NFC West for like 10 years. I think if you got D.Y., you guys will control it for 10 years. But not with Stafford. Yeah, I don't know. Watson's going to have to probably cost two or three first-round picks. And a couple and more than that. seconds. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. You've been saying, uh, what do we call it, Nick Bosa. So I'm like, I don't know if they're going to do that. Um, Nick Bosa, there's a stat that came out today, just moving on, that he has the most pressures in the playoffs of the past two seasons. And he's only been in the playoffs for one season. The second place but is Frank Clark. Does, I mean, he, he does have a great defensive line starting, but yeah, whatever. All right. Okay, so, uh, next week, next week, though, Super Bowl. Who do we think is going to win? The Bucks Not or... next week, two weeks, two weeks, two, two weeks. weeks. Okay, Pro Bowl's next week. My bad. Forgot that was a thing. Oh, virtual Pro Bowl. Wow, the Madden Pro Bowl, dude. Okay, yeah, we get it, we get it, we get it. Yeah, let's, let's save that for our predictions for next week's pod because obviously there's the bye week. Anything else we want to touch on before we get out of here? Nothing. We kind of hit on everything that was that you know that happened. All right. I guess this is another episode of NFL Outlook, and I'm signing off. See ya. Good night.